Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hi there once again for the Growing in Grace podcast. Mike Kapler here, Joel Brzezinski over there, and thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, Growingingrace.org. Sometimes uh, I get a message every once in a while from somebody who will say, how can I find all the podcasts? So it's hard to know where everybody is listening from these days, but if you want to go back to the archives and search for anything and everything related to the Growing in Grace podcast, they are all uh, listed and archived on the uh, Growing in Grace website. That's growingingrace.org, growingingrace.org. Yep, that's the place to find it. Uh, everything um, that we've done, all the 800 plus podcasts here. I, I love what we've been talking about. You know, last week we talked about the old covenant versus the new covenant and how it's so important for us to know the difference. We've said this many times. When you open your Bible and you think, well, this is the Bible, and so everything that it says is God's word to me. You're making a huge mistake. Now, not trashing the Bible here, not trashing anything that is said there. It's just that you have to understand the difference. If you are not a Jew, a person from Israel living under the law, then there's a lot of it that was not for you. It was exclusively for them. And, and that's so important to know. It's so important to understand. The law of Moses, the Ten Commandments and 603 other laws were not for us, us Gentiles who were never under the law. They were exclusively for the people of Israel. And I, I mentioned last week that there was a reason for that. You can go back and listen to the last podcast. Uh, I won't go through all of that again, but when you read certain things that are law-based, law of Moses-based, whether you're reading the words of Jesus whether you're reading some things that Paul wrote, there's this whole Jew and Gentile thing going on that we have to understand. Otherwise, we end up mixing the covenants, and that has caused so much confusion these days in the church. And, pro and for really, for the last 20 centuries, for the last 2,000 years, there's been a mixture in one way or another taught in the church, and that has really uh, confused a lot of people, because the new covenant is so simple. It's Jesus. It's Jesus, it's his shed blood, it's the life of Jesus in us, and it's it's God's promise that he made to himself because people can't make promises to God and keep them. <laughs> and so God based this whole new covenant, the entire covenant was based upon an oath that he made to himself and the shed blood of Jesus. And so that kind of leads us to We've done a few series, maybe more than more than one, but I think the last series that we did, I'll link to when I post this particular podcast on on the book of Hebrews. I think the last time we went all the way through the book, started in chapter one and went all the way through the book of Hebrews over quite a few uh, weeks. So I really like that one because it brings so much of this stuff out. I personally, I think probably the same with you, Cap, like the book of Hebrews starting around chapter six seven, eight, nine, and ten. There's definitely plenty to be said throughout the whole epistle of Hebrews, but the meaty stuff, some of the good stuff really starts to happen maybe the last half of chapter six or so going into chapter seven, where we where we learn all of these things. 
you know, the writer of Hebrews, whether it was Paul or the where there was somebody else, really lays down this understanding about what the old covenant was and how perfection could not be arrived at through the old covenant, the blood of bulls and goats, the priesthood of Levi, all of these things could not perfect anybody, make anybody righteous, but it was Jesus. It was the blood of Jesus. It was the body that God had prepared. It was Jesus offering himself. That's where our righteousness and perfection has come from, and we find so much of that in the book of Hebrews. Yeah, it's it was a good series. Uh, we spent quite a bit, of, quite a few weeks going through from from chapter, not every verse, but from chapter one through the end of the book, hitting as many of the highlights as we could and bringing out some of the context. Because you know, people get lost in the verses, right? <laughs> we we and and that can happen to any of us, regardless of what pages in the Bible we're reading. Uh, we tried to bring some of that more into context. And the writer of Hebrews, you know, talked about how the the Jewish people, because he was targeting the Jewish believing audience here, uh, trying to help them understand the transition that had taken place from that old covenant with the sacrifices of animals and the commandments of stone and all of that, trying to show how they were have transitioned from that, already transitioned. Now, there was a transition in their minds taking place, but the transition happened really kind of instantly after the cross from the old covenant to the new. It wasn't like an eclipse that was gradually happening except in the minds of the people. And he was spending right. time there saying, you know, we, we used to hear from God through prophets and that sort of thing, but now God has spoken to us through his son. That's how the book starts out. And it goes from there and kind of breaks down some of the unbelief problems that took place under the uh, old covenant and how God was to deal with that in the new. Even some little verses here and there that scare people in the book of Hebrews, we brought into context. So when Joel links this, when the program is posted, you, you might just want to take some time. They're only 15-minute programs. Uh, go through uh, that series with Hebrews. I, I even think back to uh, the Word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's, it's alive. It's powerful. It's able to discern the, the thoughts and intents of the heart. A lot of people think it's referring to the Bible. And we brought out that the word is really referring to Jesus. Two different things here. And uh, we even explain why it's referring to Jesus. So there's just a lot of things there. And as you said, Joel, especially around chapter 7 through 10, I mean, that is like the pinnacle. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, whether you're a Jew back then or a Gentile now, the information that is presented in there regarding the old way versus the new, regarding the many priests versus the one priest, the many sacrifices versus the one sacrifice. It's just a book of contrast trying to show the huge gap, the big difference between the old failed way and the new perfect way that came through Christ. It's it's such a beautiful thing with, with this uh, new covenant. And you know, based on something you said earlier in the program, Paul especially, and, and others too, in, in New Covenant writings in the New Testament, they, they were using the Old Covenant scriptures, the Old Testament as we know it. They would use those passages to convince the people of their day that Jesus was the Christ, that he was the Savior. They would use those old scriptures that would point to the Savior. They didn't have a New Testament. I just wanted to mention that, too. Yeah, that's that's important to know, because what scriptures were they referring to? Yes, they were referring to those old ones, because the law and the prophets, they pointed to 
this new covenant. They testified of this new covenant. They testified of Jesus. And so as you read the Old Testament scriptures, you will find in there it pointing to this new covenant. And so throughout the book of Hebrews, you'll see a lot of references to the Old Covenant, to the Old Testament passages. And I think it's really great how the writer brings out all of these things that show the, again, he was writing to Hebrews, he was writing to Jewish people, and he points out all these things to them from their own scriptures that show them that Jesus, this Jesus who came and who lived on the earth for a little while and went to the cross and offered his body as a sacrifice. It, it sh- he writes them, showing them how this sacrifice was the sacrifice that was foretold in the Old Covenant scriptures. He, he shows them how the Old Covenant sacrifices of animals were a shadow, but this Jesus is the reality. In the book of Hebrews, we find out how Jesus had to how he superseded the entire Old Covenant in, in Hebrews 7, which some people, unfortunately, um, use it as a as a tithing passage, which it's really not at all. He's using uh, the uh, example of Abraham's tithe to Melchizedek to show that Melchizedek, who Jesus comes from, Jesus is high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. No time to really get deep into that right now, but it shows how since Melchizedek was greater than Abraham, Signa, or you know that was shown by Abraham's tithe to Melchizedek. It shows how Jesus then is greater than Abraham, and then Jesus is also greater than the Levites who came from Abraham. So the priesthood, the law said that the priesthood had to come from Levi, but yet Jesus came from Judah. He was a lion of the tribe of Judah. So how could Jesus be the high priest? Well, the book of Hebrews explains this, that there was a change of the law. And that's all because of Jesus being greater than the Levites. So we find that in in Hebrews chapter 7. And then, yeah, when we get to 8, 9, and 10, we we just find so much rich. I think we spent more time in those those, um, particular chapters just because of so many good things. But it tells us how the Old Covenant was made obsolete. You know, some people want us to still be under the law today. And the law was, you know, was what made up the the Old Covenant. You know, people had to keep those laws perfectly. But chapter 8, verse 13, in that he says, a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. And so the old covenant has been made obsolete. We find that in the, in, in the book of Hebrews. So many of these things, we so much understanding is gained about Jesus and his perfect sacrifice that did away with the whole works system. The entire works system was done away with by the sacrifice of Jesus. And we find out all about that in the book of Hebrews. It's, it's fantastic stuff. And you, you just, I, I hope that you'll take the time to listen to it if you, if you haven't already, because one of the other topics, Joel, that we, we covered on there pretty sufficiently, especially in those chapters that you were just referring to in the book of Hebrews is the topic of forgiveness, uh, the finality mm-hmm. of forgiveness, the one-time sacrifice that, that brought forgiveness where Hebrews ten eighteen says, where there is forgiveness, where forgiveness is now complete, there is no longer an offering for sin. Um, it's a finished work. Uh, it had to be, because if it wasn't, that would, uh, the uh, chapter 9 explains that Jesus would have to keep coming back and doing more sacrifices if sin had not been dealt with completely, if sin had not been taken away. Where the blood of animals covered sin, brought some sort of a, 
an old covenant atonement of sorts. It was a covering. Uh, the blood of Jesus, one sacrifice, removed the sin, took it away. The Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world, and he did that once for all. Um, and so there, there's just so much rich stuff that uh, is within the book of Hebrews, the context of the covenants and, and forgiveness and all of those things. It's just a, a fantastic thing for us to continue to grow and learn about uh, and, and be freed up from some of the other religious bondage that gets thrown our way through sermons and teachings and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think that even though we are Gentiles and we're not Jews, the epistle was not written to us. We can still get so much great, wonderful understanding about what was accomplished through the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ, or something. Yeah, people it, say, it brought us to where we are, right? Right. Yeah, there are people who say oh, it was written for for the Jews, and we shouldn't even read it. But again, we get so much understanding about what Jesus accomplished through His blood and and through everything that God had done for us in in this new covenant. So, uh, well, we got more, plenty more to share in the weeks to come here. Uh, looking back on our first 800 podcast, one thing that we talked about at least a couple of different times, probably more than that, but we did at least two different series on this, was the subject of the tithe. Is tithing for believers, is, is tithing a new covenant concept? Does the Bible say to give 10% of your income to a church? That's going to be on the table for next week's podcast. So stay with us next week for more Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.